0: or Mandra, you can call me Mandra, that's fine. I have a simple request for you guys. We get so many questions on how you can support the show. And there's really a very, very simple thing that we need you guys to do. Open up this app, open up wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, and subscribe if you have the ability, especially those of you who are on iTunes. We're really making a push to get the show more visible. You've seen that we've partnered with a fabulous new network called Westwood One, but we also need the support of our listeners. So if you are a listener, a loyal listener, please subscribe. And if you haven't yet, take a few seconds and leave a five star review. And even a written review would be the icing on the cake, but at least subscribe leave us a five-star review and continue to support the show. This is so, so crucial. It is basically how we tell the internet that our podcast is worth promoting and featuring and getting charted. And we deserve to be at the top of the charts, just like any other show out there. We can't do it without your support. So thank you very, very much. Subscribe, like, and review the show. And we thank you so much.
1: Hey,
2: hey, hey, Ooh. we are back. We are black, extra black. You're going to see why in a minute.
0: Back in are... blacker than ever.
2: <laughs> yes, and we're Brown Ambition. Hey, Mandra, are you excited about today's show like I'm excited about today's show?
0: I mean, you know, when you get a couple of Y chromosomes in the mix, <laughs> you know, that aren't related to you, you might like put a little extra something extra, put a little mascara on, get all excited. <laughs> yes, I'm excited because I feel like these guys from Earn Your Leisure Where the hell did they even come from? I know. It was like we were out here, you know, doing Brown Ambition, doing our thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, er, EYL is everywhere. Everywhere. And and they have blown up. And it's been, I almost thought, where have I been? These guys must have been around for years. But no, no, they've only been around for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. EYL is everywhere. And Tiffany, they're on the show today. (laughs) Uh You're going to talk about (laughs) some investing. We're going to talk about some very important questions, such as which of these guys is single?
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because you guys asked, don't act like you wasn't in my DMs. Some of y'all, I'm not going to name names, we're in my DMs asking, so.
0: It's been very lonely lonely in this virtual world for a lot of people, (laughs) so we'll try and help y'all out. But how is book launch week going? Wait, this is book, this is two, week two, week one, whatever. This Um, is,
2: well, this is like almost like basically the completion of the first week.
0: Yes. You're still standing, (sighs) you're sitting. You, yeah. look, you look for, listen, for having <laughs> just launched an international bestseller. Uh, <laughs> Why I'm like, my skin is still great. glowing.
2: Why I'm just like, uh, it's a little bit of makeup. I'm not going to lie. Um, um, no, but honestly, I have to say I feel really good because, and I'll be able to share. Because I think it's, you know, aside from like, you know, this is not even book promotion, but it would be nice maybe if we had a show to talk about like, what does it look like? So like write a book and put one out because- there's so many things that we learned. And I have to say, my I'd asked my um, agent Heather, you know, to give me some numbers. Like, what is good as far as first week? What is great? And what is unicorn? And Heather doubled what unicorn was because I, I mentioned it today to Penguin. I was like, okay, so I hear that these are our numbers. This is really great. Heather told me that's unicorn, that that good is 5,000, um, great is 10, and, and 20 is, is unicorn. She's like, no, 10 is unicorn. Hardly anybody does that in the first week. I'm like, yeah, but but we, she's like, yeah, Heather motivated you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? <laughs> and we've done more than that. And it's been, wow. and I, but I don't, I didn't have a concept of what's a lot. And mm. all of my friends yep. in the book world are like, uh, Tiffany. Cause I'm like, well, that doesn't seem like that much considering how size the audience are like, no, people don't buy books like they used to. And money books, especially, they're not exactly, you know, people, people yeah. like to read fantasy. And, and you know, honestly, uh, romance novels are still killing it. Children's books, but money books, not so much. So we've unicorned out and my team is balls. And I will know very soon, actually today, when this podcast comes out, I'll know by the end of the day, whether or not I've hit specific lists that I want to say because I don't want to jinx. But,
0: you know yeah. what? List or no list, it is so... When I, oh, I got my book, by the way, finally. Woo-hoo! I don't know why it took forever. I was like, Amazon, where are you? But when, there was, and I've seen it. Like I'm looking at the cover right now behind you, that beautiful, you know, Michael's portrait of your book cover. <laughs> but there was something when I held it and I just felt that. And I, yes. I was like, this is so good. This is like, oh, I don't know, Tiff. I don't know. I think when you told me you were writing a book, I didn't really appreciate I mean, at the time I was like, of course you are. You've done everything. You're like, yeah, write a book. <laughs> But there is something about whole, I don't know, it just really hit me. I'm just so, I'm I'm just gushing. I'm so happy. No, um, same. Honestly. I feels- think it's like
2: when you do a thing. It's like I knew that you were gonna, because where you work now was like my dream bank. Like mm. when they first opened, I was like, oh, it's like the the floodgates opened, like you know, a sizable bank that actually like were was good to people and had a great customer service. Like it was my dream bank. And now here you are with a C in front of your your title It's like, wait, what? A minute yeah. ago it was, hi, um, my name is uh Mandu, what you have? I would love if I could interview you for um Business Insider. I was like, oh my God I, made it! I don't know who she is, but I made it. And so the, to be Started here the now, we... with you, honestly, it's it is I just love to see our growth together. Mm-hmm. You know? Like Yeah. Yeah, for it's real. It's a I privilege. I it mean, is.
0: It it there's just it just feels like I don't know. My my experience seeing you grow and seeing you always talk about the acorns. Is that the kind of tree that you plant? And then it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. you grow whatever analogy that was, that proverb. That old tree thing. Acorn.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like I was I got to see the acorn planted and how you tended to it. And I'm gonna I don't my gardening knowledge is not that deep. <laughs> Me but either. you like watered it and you gave it fertilizer.
2: <laughs> Let the sunshine Um, shine, no, but even this podcast, remember I told you, like, I'm just so used to because I've known you for so many years now, and we get out here, we chit-chat, and it didn't hit me just how big our reach was until I was in Chicago a year, was it two years ago? Two years ago for Lovey's wedding, and I come downstairs in my African garb, ready to go, and someone said, oh, Pajanista, and I was like, Yeah. And he he meanwhile said from Brown ambition I was like (laughs) wait what he was like I don't he didn't know me from any other place he was like from Brown ambition is Mandy with you and it like it was like the first time that I realized yo what we've built this thing you know that like and then after that everywhere I was going like I went to I was at Home Depot buying plants and someone was like oh my God Tiffany from Brown ambition Tiff so I know you don't like hugs but I gotta give you one and give one to (laughs) Mandra and I was just like. Yeah, because we like. I feel like we. I feel so low key about what we do, but the number of lives that we've touched, we have been consistent for for over five years, and um, yeah, that, yeah, you know, it's not easy for a podcast to do.
0: No, but it never. I mean, there's obviously some days it felt like work. Yeah. But from mo- like ninety five percent of the time, it's a joy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just um, it's a joy. So and I and I <laughs> am just. I am just dancing in this sunshine. All this glitter sparkling around you. I'm just <laughs> yeah. at the party. I'm just here. Whatever. Ooh. So, but congrats on all the success. gigawithmoney.com y'all. It's not too late. Exactly. It is not too late to buy your book. And are you doing? I mean, where you're? I feel like you're everywhere. The you're on the Today Show today, or you mm-hmm. were. If people are listening to the show now, mm-hmm. but what are you doing? A, a like a live event tour? Where are people gonna? Like, where no. is this going?
2: Well, I do have. Um. So I did like a like a. I guess it, like we did a virtual like launch like the day of on the thirtieth. I'm not gonna. say, I know Lovey did like you know six events. I was like, mm, sis, the way my I want to stay married is set up. Um, plus, I want to <laughs> sleep. So not that. But what we are gonna do is we're doing a virtual summit. So it's ggwmvirtualsummit.com for Get Go with Money. So we're doing a virtual summit with the. You have
0: all the domains.
2: Yes, <laughs> with about, <laughs> I think it's six of them. Six five no five of the um, of the women that I that I interview um, as for their expertise in, in the book are, are going to be speakers at the summit. So that will be really awesome. If you want to join us, ggwmvirtualsummit.com. I don't know. Like, I'm actually taking six weeks off. I can't wait.
0: In June. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, June. I mean, I'm excited for you. I'm also excited for BA. because yes, we're going to have, have some, some fun. Mm-hmm. Special guest co-hosts. Mm-hmm.
2: Because sis needs a break. If y'all know me, I have not taken a true, true break in so long. So yeah. this is as a result of Dr. Green. Shout out to her. she's like... I think I want you to take a month. I was like, oh, I can't do a month. She said, oh, you're right. Six weeks. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> she was like, no, no, you have Just not. Just pretend
0: you're French. They do it all the time.
2: I know. But plus two, I want to model wild. good behavior. You know what I told Dr. Green the other day? Like, I remember when we had um, Our Rich Journey on. Um, uh, oh, what is what are their names? Christina and Amon. Yes. yes. And remember the level of joy they were emoting? We were like, what are you guys on?
0: Yeah. You know, I, was, I had the same reaction as as we talk later on the show with Earn Your Leisure and their friend Ian, who was yes. like, I want to hang out with y'all.
2: Yes. Because I just
0: want to be just some of that to rub off on me. So, yeah, So, but exactly. I
2: told Dr. Green when I first started working with her that I wanted that whatever they were on. And it wasn't because of money. It was they had created a life that they truly loved. And um, I told that to Dr. Green. and She reminded me of that when I spoke to her last. And she said, you are sounding closer and closer to that. Mm -hmm. That what you described to me. And it just made me feel really happy. Because remember before, it was like, I'm not crying. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I cry way more now, which is great. Not in a bad way, but like, you know, just like, you know, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I just, you know, I try to be transparent here for y'all. So it's because I don't believe, like, I love the way, Mandy, you were so transparent about the struggles with being pregnant and what does that look like and how... We couldn't do the podcast because it's so overwhelming. And I think it's important for people to see as much as we've achieved these markers of external success, that it's hard, you know, and um, what it looks like to try to readjust and recalibrate. And, you know, it, I don't want you to look at my life and think it's perfect because I'm always trying to make things better. And sometimes, quite honestly, it sucks. And I'm trying to realign so I can be happy again. But I'm feeling like that more and more. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm just proud of us overall. We've really grown up together. I feel like we're just like these like real, real grown ups, you know?
0: Yeah. And that we're achieving joy. And I mean, I don't know. I, at this point, I, I feel like life is icing, you know, mm. I've, I've been blessed in so many ways and I just wake up. I don't know. It, I'm trying to pinpoint when, when was the shift? Probably when the baby started sleeping through the night is when <laughs> I started to feel this sense of I was like, I made it through something. Mm. And now everything is icing. And if we can, I just got my first um, dose of the vaccine today. Mm, I've never feeling? been, I my arm is so sore and I'm so happy because I know it's working. <laughs> I'm just like, I wanted it to be sore. You know, like, just let me know. Like when you put your fancy uh, face stuff on and it stings, it's like, yes, oh, it's working. It's working. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> but I just so grateful. It just, yeah, I'm grateful. And, and I can tell and your
2: pictures on social. I'm like, oh, Mandy is... Living her best life
0: I'm living. I don't know what it is. I'm just I love myself. I love my family. I love this body that I'm in. I love I don't know, man. I guess I'm just tired of not I'm tired of being the reason I'm not in a good mood. You know yes. what I mean, or I was I mean, there's obviously some things that you can that that you're out of your control and all that kind of thing. And I have mm-hmm. been dealing with mental health, and I will say shout out to Zoloft and all of my um my psychiatrist and my therapist and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just. I choose joy. Do you know yes, what I mean? Like yes. I just I try to choose it every day. My husband's like, why don't you choose joy more when you're yelling at me for <laughs> like washing the car for five hours on a Saturday? Um, anyway, anyway, just more of this, please. Yes. I, I'm more joy is is good for everyone. But yeah, first dose of the vaccine. Have you gotten your vaccine yet? I don't think we've no, talked about No,
2: because yeah, honestly, I was afraid of being down and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't have the two days to be down. So thankfully in Newark, okay. um, now anybody can kind of walk up. So I'm looking into to go um, next week, but I do have to, cause I even paused IVF because, you know, we have our one good embryo left oh, okay, and I did not, my husband was like, but I thought we were going to say, I was like, honestly, the level of, although it, it's exciting, it's still very stressful. I did not want to try to battle like book launch and then also like doing my shots and everything else. So now that like the, the heaviest of the heavy lifting is for the most part over. So mm-hmm. I'm, go- I'm going back to um, to IVF. So I have to check like what, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like when can I do IVF and the shot? Do I have to, if I do the shot this month, do I have to wait? So I'm actually checking in with my with my doctor um this month. So woo-hoo, wish me luck on that. I just feel, and also too, I really feel just on a better spot, space. We're like, you know, because you want, if you're trying to have a baby, you, you know, you hope that you're able to do so from a place of calm and mm. joy and happiness. Dr. Green said it best. She said, joy is a creative space that it's fertile ground for creativity. It's expansive. And mm-hmm. so I just feel, you know, I feel just really like really good and blessed to your point. Life is certainly, um, certainly icing. Speaking of icing, we're about to have our... Interview with the boys. And
0: we yes. have an extra the icing is Ian. Oh, yes, Ian Dunlap. <laughs> who who you know when you like see someone after a while, you're like, where do I know you from? Because <laughs> when we first got on, I was like, Ian, uh-huh. Ian, yeah, Ian. Ian what's <laughs> man? It's been a while. Do <laughs> I know you? Oh, you're with them. Okay, now I know who you are. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yes, Ian from what is it? Market Mondays the podcast. Yes. They're mm-hmm. they're huge podcast. So yes. Yeah, well, we are I mean, without further ado, let's yes. just let's, let's let's let the people have what they want, yes. which is a conversation with the earn your leisure gentleman, Rashad Bilal Chori Millings, with special guest Ian Dunlip. This was one of my favorite uh, BA hosted guest video uh, guest interviews ever, so I hope you guys yes. enjoy. Yes. All right, we are I can't even tell you guys how how long oh. this has been in the making in my own dreams, but it hasn't been that long since I was like, Tiffany, do you know, do you know, Troy and Rashad? Can you, um, can you invite <laughs> them Ian? on? You know, Tiffany's friends. I'm always trying to just like wiggle, weasel my way in there, but I'm so excited to have you guys on the show. The biggest, can we say the biggest business in investing? Yes, okay, yes. Ian's got it. Ian, do you want to do <laughs> the intro?
4: <laughs> Earn your leisure, the Earn biggest your leisure. platform there is. And the biggest and
0: platform there Rashad is. Shot
4: and Troy gonna be humble. You know, they went to church yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for them. I didn't. The biggest.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we're going to do a botchernet (laughs) Vegas, Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. For those of you, you may be living under a rock, but I have a feeling if you're listening to Brown Ambition, you must have seen Troy and and Rashad's podcast, Earn Your Leisure, which is so much bigger than a podcast. They have a podcast network. Mm -hmm. Some of our friends are on that network. We've had Ash Cash on the show before. Mm -hmm. We are so thrilled to have you guys here. So welcome, first and foremost, to Troy and Rashad. Welcome to Brown Ambition. Come on
5: in. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having
3: us.
0: It's going to be fun. (laughs) Come on in. <laughs> this is the girls' room. This is, like, the girls' den. Yeah, um, You ready? We have a, we have a have handful of dudes that listen. <laughs> we have house we plans. Our house. House.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we do. We always tease them. Like, we're not talking to you right now, but you can listen. <laughs> um, no, we're so excited for you to be here because everywhere I go, everywhere we go, people want to know. For real, everywhere we go, people are like, have you heard of Earn Your Leisure? Or they're like, you know, Tiffany, I heard you on Earn Your Leisure, you know. And so you have transformed the culture as it relates to um, personal finance. And so for that, we are appreciative because normally, like, you know, our audience is typically women, right? Mandy would say, like I said, we've got guys, but for the most part- We got some
0: guys. Right. yeah 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 for sure but but, no but our mission when we started was to you know this was six years in the making this Mm -hmm. six years ago that we were starting to make this show and our mission was there's no black women talking about finance and career and investing and all of all that and Mm -hmm. and all that and that's why we that was really the audience we were speaking to and Mm -hmm. i feel like y'all have just exploded and also you know Y'all are y'all are helping normalize black mm-hmm. and brown black people, black men, especially talking about mm-hmm. finance and business and the. Like and the I fact never have more
2: men slip into my DMs
0: <laughs> in a respectful
2: way than when I'm on your show. For yeah. real. Because everybody knows I'm married. My husband's 6'6. Six, six. You don't want it. And he's from New York. <laughs> but I love like Queen, I think you want E Y L. Uh, yes, I
3: call you
0: queen. Uh, so they're gentlemen. You have gentlemen.
2: Uh. Yes. So, so no, yeah So welcome, welcome, welcome. So we're not going to. We want to maximize your awesomeness. I am going to. Me and Mandy will 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 shoot and fire away at some questions. Well, one, I'd like to know some like origin stuff before we get into like actual like technical questions. So like, how did this all begin? Because you guys have had like an like a a shot, like shot up rise to like stardom, honestly. So how did it, how did it start?
1: Yeah, for sure. I'll give you the whole story. Um, So we started, me and Troy been friends all our lives, pretty much uh, ever since like middle school. So, you know, we always was friends, always talking about, you know, sports and rap and all that kind of stuff. And me, you know, being a financial advisor after I got finished college and Troy being a teacher, um, you know, he brought me in the classroom. He started teaching financial literacy to kids and that was really the start of it, and then from there, that kind of blossomed to me, you know, developing an Instagram page, and um, you know, from there, that that led to people asking for a podcast. That led to you know, starting of Earn Your Leisure, which you know was started off talking about you know backstories of entrepreneurs and the backstories of different businesses, things of that nature, and then that kind of transformed into deep dives into different industries. That transformed—it's <laughs> like a domino effect. <laughs> then mm-hmm. that yeah. transformed and to where we have now, which is a platform. So Earn Your Leisure is not just a podcast, it's a platform. So like we have Ian on with us right now, our partner on Market Mondays, and that's the first show that we actually, like executive produced, if you would say, mm-hmm. under our umbrella, and that a stock show. And that became one of the top investment shows on the internet. Um, so one domino kind of led to the next, but mm-hmm. it really all started in the classroom. And then from there, which I, I know you can appreciate, um, Tiffany, you being a teacher, former Mm -hmm. teacher and then that from there that just kind of led to what we do now which i still feel like is a form of teaching Mm -hmm. um just in a a different variety and Mm -hmm. not not in a classroom but you know on the internet for the whole world to to see
5: yeah i mean there's so many similarities and from what we were doing the summer internship program kids would come in we would interview them uh and they would tell us about their future aspirations and then we would go out in the community and try to pair them up with that future aspiration whether it be a pediatrician uh, electrician, mm. uh, an architect, and so they would get the six weeks of experience of being what it's like, seeing what it's like to be in that profession. Okay. And so, if you think about it, that's kind of what we do now. We just we're actually showing people the professions, whereas the kids were going to see it and they will report back to each other. And two mm-hmm. things I always say can happen from an internship: you can say, "Yeah, I really like this. I want to pursue this in the future," or "No way, this is too boring. I never want to do this." But you're getting that experience at 14, mm-hmm. whereas most people are getting that after they've graduated from college which is going to cost you a lot of money. And so that was Mm -hmm. our goal. And now we're doing that to the world, right? We're introducing them to so many different careers so they can say, you know what? I want to pursue this. And they might be doing it at 16. They may be doing it at 50, but they Mm -hmm. have their eyes open to so many different fields now.
0: So it started from an internship program.
5: Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So at the end of the internship, the kids were going to get paid like $500. Mm -hmm. And so it was their first time at 14 is your first time coming in contact with money Mm -hmm. and so i knew that and i said he was like he said he was starting his financial advising career and i'm like i think you should come and teach these kids about money man it's probably Mm -hmm. vital that they know what the value of it is what they should do with it because most of the kids at at, at, and and 14 is like all right that's back to school shopping Mm -hmm. i'm buying the new sneakers i'm buying some jeans and they didn't realize after they bought the sneakers and the jeans they had no more money left
0: that's like half an AirPod. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Why are they so expensive?
2: Exactly. So you <laughs> girl just lost. I'm like, you got AirPod money. She actually does because she's like, uh, I work
0: for you, so I Listen, do have AirPod money. The Metro North still has one half of my AirPods, and I will be not forgotten.
1: <laughs> Speaking
0: North, of the Metro North, I was going to work this in. Do y'all are y'all from Westchester?
1: Yeah, did yeah, I, did I, funny did I you read that, that right? Greenberg. I live. Oh. I live I, I, yeah, that's a fact.
5: Shout out to live, the town. I live. I live in Greenberg. No, you don't.
0: I do. Yes, she does. Oh, I do. do. Oh, I just world. moved here a few years ago. Yeah. My husband's from Manhattan. Y'all are from the Bronx, right?
1: Originally, oh, yeah, yeah. Born in the Bronx. So right. where do you go when
0: you're from the Bronx, either Westchester or Jersey? And we ended up going to
1: Westchester. <laughs> that's a, that's wow. a- it's not too
0: late for Jersey, though. You could come on over. No, well, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's an interesting dynamic because it's like um, your your husband, he's black? He's Dominican. Dominican. Okay. So yeah. he's black, black, my book, but, um, you know,
0: <laughs> I mean, we have those discussions, but yeah. we'll continue. This isn't about yeah. that, but go that's ahead. A <laughs> that's,
1: that's a different, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but, uh nah, you know, growing up, um, that was the thing. Like, you know, if you, if your parents did decent for themselves, mm-hmm. like you said, and where we are from Greenberg is actually, um, one of the only towns in America where it's like a suburb, but it's like 90% black. Yes, but It's a black Like middle class, which is what we loved about it, yeah. Working class suburb, which is an interesting dynamic because Westchester County, like where we come from, is a very segregated place. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, majority of it is like very well to do white neighborhoods. But Mm -hmm. then you have pockets where it's all black. Mm -hmm. Like where we're from, Greenberg, Mount Vernon, South Yonkers, Peekskill. Peekskill. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting. That's an interesting study in, in. geography, you yeah. know, it's kind of off topic a little bit, but we still talking about finance where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, segregation is still alive mm-hmm. and yep. people just don't realize it. Exactly, it's like yeah. they just are forced to move to certain neighborhoods or they they move to certain neighborhoods. And it's like, it's just interesting yeah. that this small town that we live in 20 minutes outside the Bronx and 90% of the people migrated from the Bronx and it's all black. Yeah. Um, mm. Could have told anybody I'm kind that I'm <laughs> <at that. laughs> you
5: know what, crazy. Mandy is that in, that in the program, we actually did a project on the segregation of our town because it's Ooh, so, I it's, want
0: to read it. I love the history. Oh, yeah, of I, I want to know about everything it. about it.
5: It's very yeah. interesting, especially when it, you break it down to the school districts. Um, mm. uh, so yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk after this. Yeah, well, this is so we talk know.
0: about this on the show, just like you know, as an investment. Home ownership being this, you know, pathway to we're going to talk about investing, mm-hmm. home ownership being this traditional form of of wealth building in black and brown communities. and 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 seeing why i I had to reckon with the fact that, oh, I could afford a house here because unfortunately, it seems like home values have been, yes, increasing, but not as ex, you know not as expensive as other areas in Westchester. And you have to think about, oh, well, there's racism. Um, yeah,
1: and, and, and the homes don't yeah. appreciate the same level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we're from. Like any other place in Westchester, the homes appreciate much higher.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: ironically, for mm-hmm. some reason in the black neighborhood, the, the homes don't appreciate the same value yes. as anywhere else in the county. So yeah. it's an interesting study. I actually would like to hear Ian's perspective on that too. Because yeah, I was going to say, I would like to, with, like,
2: I think because having Ian here is, special as well and i'd love to hear some of the background like how how did you get here how did you link with earn your leisure you know but how did you even get to the space where you knew like honestly like my sister loves like, you know everybody knows on the on the show they're always like bring carol on that's my sister who like yeah. gives us all <laughs> of our talk to- our stock tips <laughs> who she's like now nah, i'm good but she you're one of the few people that she's like yo he's dope you know <laughs> yes, I'd love to know. How'd you get here? How'd you learn what you know? Learn How'd you connect with Earn Your Leisure?
4: It came out of pain. Um, so I went to Indiana University. I'm from Northwest Indiana. I grew up 20 minutes from Chicago in 2000, 1999 and 2000. My dad uh, gave a guy some money because he was in construction. The guy lost all the money, lost 115000 mm. in like three months doing mm. options trades. And that was a guy's first three months with the firm. Literally told him, hey, it just happens. And my dad was like, what do you mean it just happens like there was no care, no compassion? So that was my first introduction. Second introduction, Indiana University. I'm walking from Valentine. Kudos to Andy Schiffman. He's an agent now in the NBA. And he was like, yo, Cuban made this crazy trade with Yahoo, which crazy enough, EYL went to interview him about, you know, 15 years later. But Mark Cuban had, she sold broadcast.com to Yahoo and then got the stocks and then shorted it. As a fell, took that money and then invested long-term into the market. So I had an exposure to what happens when things don't go well. Mm -hmm. And then this other side of like, even when the market goes down, you can make money. So one of my buddies worked for JP Morgan in 2007. He worked for a big firm. He told me everything to invest in a recession. Guess what I did? Did not listen. Mm -hmm. He called me four months later and he was like, okay, I'm about to retire. He was 35. He was like, you can liquidate everything that I told you to get. And I was like, liquid what?
1: He was like, No, I'm about to retire.
4: <laughs> he was like, You didn't buy what I told you? And he was already rich. like, But he still retired to this day from 2008 mm-hmm. from those investments. And I was like, See, what had happened was I was going to. <laughs> but I'm but not mad at you, though. I went I on a date. You too. <laughs> and that was my first lesson of like, these recessions and huge crashes are immense opportunities. To us, we panic.
3: Mm-hmm. But
4: for other people, they end up profiting from it. So from that point on, I was like, I'll never get caught not knowing what a recession is and how mm-hmm. to take advantage of it. And I would post on Facebook and share stuff with my friends for free. And then one of my friends, Jury, introduced me to Troy Rashad. And then, of course, you know, they didn't know me. And it's so many. we all know this. We see people who post online mm-hmm. who act like they're the greatest, but they're not good at their craft. So it took them a while to, like, warm up to me. But after we connected and did episode 70... End up being a classic, and then from there it goes to the power partnership. I'm like, hey, we should do a podcast together because I like working with other people, but in particular, I like working with us. Because let's be honest, in 2010, when I was talking about investing and using rap references and basketball references, it was looked down upon. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one wants to hear that perspective on the market from Alan Iverson, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm like, but. My people in the barbershop get that they don't yeah. understand what a derivative derivative is or a synthetic instrument. They're like, A what is that? A beat mm-hmm. machine? Like, what's that? <laughs> so, making it plain made it fun. And I think we ushered in a wave to make it acceptable for us to be us and invest in the market. And last year, I think our growth was the biggest in investing in, mm-hmm. in this entire history. So, now
0: yeah, that's awesome. Who's y- Can I ask y'all a question going back to your origins? What I know, so Rashad. Financial advisor. Ian, you also worked in, wait, J.P. Morgan? Or was that a buddy of yours? No, that
4: was my buddy. I'm, I'm an investor. I just did learn
5: how to do it on my own.
0: DIY investing. Yeah. So, Troy, yeah. educator, teacher. Mm-hmm. What did you teach?
5: I taught health science and phys ed. So, I was like the oh, gym okay. teacher. Coach, Coach Troy.
0: You can call you Coach yeah. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> right? So, but, but y'all, I mean, and I know, Ian, you kind of shared some of your early financial inspirations. But for Troy and Rashad, I mean, who was it? How did you end up here? I think, for, personally... You know, I accidentally ended up in personal finance, you know, kicked on my butt as a millennial in the Great Recession. Tiffany's story, think, is very well known about, you know, a similar uh, comeback story after the recession. But, yeah, what's what 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 drives y'all? What's your inspiration financially? Who or what is your inspiration? What was that moment for y'all?
1: I mean, for me, I think um, my dad was definitely a major inspiration for me. Like, I grew up in a household where, like, my mom is a teacher, and she's, like, very you know, ultra paycheck, like she has no heart to be an entrepreneur, like she needs to have a paycheck, mm-hmm. she, she's not feeling an entrepreneur life, and part of that is that, you know, my dad's entrepreneur his whole life, but, you know, being an entrepreneur is ups and downs, so, you know, I grew up in a household where, you know, I saw, like, you know, financial issues, like you can see, like, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you start to, <laughs> mm-hmm. as you get older, you start to, you know, realize what's going on, and, and you know, mm-hmm. you see fights and arguments, and it's like... You said this last time, I'm not you're not borrowing more money from me. Da, 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 nah. So it's like <laughs> you start to see like all right there's good months and then there's bad months. And but that's the life of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But I always appreciated that, you know, he didn't have to work for anybody. And you know, he um he always had that that like do for self mentality. And um, that's something that I always wanted to do. I never really wanted to work for anybody. I never was good at following orders or following directions. It's something I never, never was good at. So I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur my whole entire life. I just wasn't sure exactly what direction I wanted to go in. So, you know, business is something that I always fell in love with, like even when I was young. I love the stock market, like just movies like Wall Street and Barbarians mm-hmm. at the Gate. Like I was watching these movies when I was 12 years old. It was just something about I wanted to be a corporate takeover artist. It was just fascinating to me, like, you know, growing to Wall Street when I was a kid and just seeing everything move so quickly. It just was like fascinating to me. So I always wanted to be involved in the stock market. I always wanted to to, you know, be in in the industry. Um, so you're so-
0: different is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't like most 12. 12- do you think it was because living in Manhattan you know, Wall Street was so close but so far. Do you think that was part of the allure?
1: Nah, not really, because most of the people that I grew up with didn't share the same ambition or the same passion for business or stocks that I had. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it was, but I guess you know. Sometimes in life, you just you know mm-hmm. you can just see a kid and you're like, all right, he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. That's and and he dad helped too. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Think, uh, same, same for, for me. me. About him. Yeah, yeah. Seeing it. Yeah. For, for sure. But even that, I mean, my, I have siblings and they're not entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They didn't They didn't go down that route and they're older than me. So I'm the youngest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just think sometimes you just have things that's just wired in your brain. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I always had an issue with authority, like, you know, even playing basketball. Play basketball.
0: No, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... I really... Yeah, I've
1: always had... Breaking <laughs> news alert.
0: Yes. Yes. Man, news alert. So. I, me, me and Mandy been hard-headed. That's how I mean. so, don't yeah, let so. this
1: lavender fool you. <laughs> I think that, you know, that, that's a gift and a curse, but more yes. of a gift, more of a gift, because it yes. forced me to figure out, you know, I never really had a real job. So I, I had a job one time at Target for two weeks when I was in college. I got fired. I got fired after... um. I think like 10 no, days. That's what you just left. You no, back. no, I got five. Me. <laughs> oh, I took like, like a two-hour lunch break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you came oh. to my I took like a two-hour lunch break. They're like, look, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> the
5: 30-minute lunch break trash, though. <laughs> no, like, but that's the real... Yo, know, that's a true story. That's yeah. a true story. Like, <laughs> me, I came home from college. He's like, yo, what am I going to do? He's like, yo, you think I could teach? I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be for you.
0: <laughs> 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 Wait, so Rashad, okay, so you're this like budding entrepreneur, very... You know, it sounds like you're very risk tolerant if we can use some, you know, investing speak. So, Troy. Yeah. Public education. Yeah. I'm sensing maybe you were. Well, you tell me your story because y'all seem be a little honest,
5: different. The, the, My parents, uh, I'm first generation. My parents are from Jamaica. And so okay. we would, you know, we would t- Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, they instilled hard work, hard work, hard work. Um, And they instilled like being a certain profession and teaching wasn't one of them. I kind of just stumbled upon it because I naturally had to work the kids. Our first job was working at a community center as counselors. And so I always worked with kids and I love sports. I thought I was going to play sports. And so my biggest inspiration were athletes and rappers, mm. like straight up like Jay and, and Puffer were inspirations for me. Obviously, Michael Jordan was an inspiration. And I thought like, you know what, if I can't play sports, I want to be around it at least. And so I initially wanted to be a physical therapist. And um, very quickly, I I was like, "Why am I doing this? I hate science. (laughs) Like, this is just too many science courses. I'm I'm not gonna make this." And so, I just put the two natural things that I knew. I, I knew working with kids. I knew sports. And so, I said, "I'm I'm gonna teach phys ed." So, my biggest inspirations were that. And once I knew that I wasn't gonna make money from sports, I said, "Let me find a profession in sports that I can make money." So, sports medicine became the thing. And then, obviously, it fell out. But you know, my my inspirations are around me. My friends. Um, like I said, I've known Shadi pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. He's been an entrepreneur most of my entire life since I've known him, right? And so our other partner, Mike, is an entrepreneur as well. And so imagine the text messages as I'm going to work and they're just waking up. But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so that was their thing. They are like, look, man. You know what you ain't you're not gonna be doing this for long and i'm like no i really love this like and, and Tiff, you know like when you yes. when you're working around kids and you see your purpose and you realize how different you are in the education field and you know there's not going to be anybody that replaces you if you leave you become more passionate but i've always had the entrepreneurial mindset and i think we had an argument once he was like yeah, you got a boss and i'm like no i don't have a boss i work for myself the, the, the real bosses are, my, are the kids that i'm in yes front of every day. yes and so those those kids were my boss because they would be able to tell me how i was doing on a daily basis whereas the principal I know more about this profession that I'm doing than he does. Mm-hmm. And so if I do my job, I look good, and so does he. And if he does his job, we all look good. And so we work in this together. I always looked at everybody as my colleague. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Yeah, sounds good, but you got a boss. <laughs> <laughs> People
2: always hating on teachers, but you know, like sure, you know, like when you teach you are literally equipped to do just about anything.
4: Anything. Anything. Yep.
2: anything. Because, like, yo, you're like a psychologist. You're a CEO of that classroom. You're the CFO. You got to deal with parents. Worker. You got to do with teacher. Yeah. Social That's worker. Bad. And then every year, it flips, and you got to learn yeah. and, and readjust. The public relations
4: skills are great. Everything. Good kindness. Like, you two are two of the kindest. Like, Rashad and I are rough. <laughs> <laughs> that authority thing, we'd be like, all right, like, Rashad and I are te- Fail then. Just Fail. fail. <laughs> you guys are a lot more patient. Like, okay, you're going to get it. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. Anyway, yeah. When he
5: came into the classroom, I no joke, when he came in and I, he credit to him because he's gotten a lot better with actually being in front of the classroom. Uh-huh. He would get their attention like, "All right, all right, all right, all right." Yeah. And the kids would be like, "What are you talking, talking about? to?" That's not how that's going to work. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, "Nah, no. we got to ease, it, we got to ease it in, man. We got to ease this this thing in." But yeah, me so and this, this is something that I want people to realize like I don't come from a business background. My mm-hmm. business comes from watching my brothers and watching my mm-hmm. friends. Be, be entrepreneurs and learning that. And so it's encouraging because it's like, look, you can do this. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of homework. It takes a lot of discipline, but, you know, mm-hmm. anybody can do it if you put the right, the right amount of time in. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we're coming up on, well, we've already passed the one year pandemic anniversary, which It seems dumb to even call it that uh, because it's such a traumatic, uh, traumatic year, especially for black communities, especially for black and brown communities. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the market, because I know a year ago, markets were down. Were they down? I don't know if I'm getting the. it's April now. What is even time? It was a scary time for some people. But to your point, Ian, it was also a time of opportunity. Mm -hmm. How do you think people? So let's say let's say Ian. People, you know, had a year like you did 10 years ago when your friend told you to invest and they were like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm a little too yeah. afraid. So they feel like they've missed the boat. Um, now we're a year post pandemic. What what message do you have to people who were like, damn, I didn't get hurts? <laughs> or, I didn't people, when stuff. she meets
2: people, she means <laughs> me. I was like, uh, my sister was like, meanwhile, you're over a there, liar. Too, no, you got, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I invested. I have a wealth group. Carol was like, get this, get this. I was like, oh, uh, Tell me how it works out. She's <laughs> like, I'm up a thousand percent. What about you? I'm like, I mean, theoretically, the no. <laughs> I'm up a thousand percent in business. So, yes, Ian, how can I sop up my tears and be ready for the next time?
4: Um, for me, it took me 12 years to get ready for this moment. But All I'll right. tell anyone that missed out, use that as motivation to never get caught in this again. Because, like, imagine, so I, I looked, like, I visited Westchester's nice. When I looked at houses, I'm like, mm, it's kind of pricey because I'm mm-hmm. in Houston. So like okay. 500,000 get us a mansion. I'm like, got to wait to move out there, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine if houses out there that are the prices now, they dropped 80%.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: We would be like, girl, we got to go get get all friends and go buy as many houses as possible. Mm-hmm. Last year happened and everyone panicked. And so in real time, I was telling people how far the market was going to drop and what to buy. Mm-hmm. So last year, uh, we did a collaboration with Stock Club. Like At one time, I was like, buy Apple, Microsoft, Moderna, Tesla, AMD, NVIDIA, uh, Microsoft, Shopify, JKHY, and Five 5.9 Cloud. So on average, for those who got into Stock Club last year, they're up like 535% indexes included, right? And if you missed out, it's like, damn, I should have took advantage of it. But the great part is the market drops every month.
3: Mm.
4: It's like, just as sure as the sun is going to shine, rain is going to come, we have to take advantage of, of those moments. But when those big drops happen in quality companies and Rashad said it what we do doing Market Monday, it's like, do you think 80% of value of Boeing left just because the market dropped or 50% of Apple actually left. Mm
1: -hmm. No,
4: those are the greatest times to buy. Okay. Of course, do your research. If you're super serious about investing, I'm telling everyone, read 100 pages a day. If you're beginning, start with 10 pages a day. Okay. You'll be surprised at the the traction that you can cover and you will be able to beat 99% of people. But if you just buy every single month and when we have 50% drops, if you buy quality companies like top 10 companies, go to my my formula is two index funds and then two technology companies that's all you need equally weighted so if you have ten thousand dollars just split the money up amongst the four and you'll be fine but those opportunities when the market crashes i'm going to be very honest those of us that are investors we're smiling ear to ear and be like thank mm. you god i appreciate you
0: mm-hmm. in a sad but, way though because you know for yeah. some well also yeah. too but i have so many questions but for me, so for example, I got a call from my cousin Tia in Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta originally. Um, even though I rep the berg now. Can we call it the berg? G B, G D. G Berg? I love it. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I don't know any young people around here, so I'm just like an old married lady with a kid. Uh
5: <laughs> the berg is dope though.
0: The berg, uh huh. That's what they
4: call
5: it. That's what we call it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. crazy part I, about I it. I got so. it right here. Green Berg Hill. All right. I need one of those. <laughs> bring I'll up. bring it to your house.
0: Wait, <laughs> <my> y'all. <laughs> but really, I when we find out we live two streets away from each other, that's going to be the real. Because Greenberg yes. is tiny.
5: Yeah, yeah, um
0: yeah. All right, Mom brain. Where was my question? All right, listen, my cousin Tia. That's right. Uh-huh. She calls me, and listen, as Rashad, I know, especially and Ian, probably too you know that you can't just like give i have so many cousins you know some of my a couple of my siblings too who you want to just like give them a financial advice but they have to come mm-hmm. to you you know i have learned people don't want you preaching to them they need to come yes. to you so finally after years of like text me whenever you got a question to you she finally texts me she's a a preschool or preschool teacher in atlanta really hurt by the recession and she's like hey my my coworker was talking about gamestop should i buy some mm-hmm. and my first reaction was like This was not when GameStop was this was when it was in the news to the point where, you know, my cousin was hearing about it. But I like what you said about education, because for me, I wanted to be like, yes, you know, buy some stock. But for me, I, I hesitated because I knew that she didn't have the education part mm-hmm. down. Like, it's almost like you need to read and be educated so that you can take someone's advice and you can, you know, make an educated decision about investing. So what would you say to and, you know, Tia, I, when I when she came to me and asked me about that, I was like, do you have a 401k? And she hadn't and she was like leaving a match on the table. So for people who are, maybe they haven't, you know, they're not ready for the moment quite yet. Mm-hmm. It's not their time. We call it financial double dutch. It's not their time to just jump in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just <laughs> quite yet. <laughs> Backing it up, I mean, do you feel like, the, you know, it doesn't matter, just jump in anyway? Or because or, or, I tend to be more risk averse, or do you feel like some people should just start with, you know, 401k, start with IRA, start with emergency fund first and foremost be before.
2: And I'll piggyback on that question like and then what does someone start to read? Like if someone's like okay I want to prepare you know like you know what what books would you suggest someone start with and, and start to accumulate that kind of knowledge to piggyback on, on Mandy's question?
4: Well if yeah. they want to be financially whole they should probably get your book. I you
2: know, mean yeah. I can get good with
0: money. <laughs> can we <laughs> get just pan the <laughs> camera just a little
2: bit?
4: Slight
0: plugs.
2: It's
5: always. <laughs> no no plug. but seriously
2: like I am I have a fourteen year old stepdaughter and I want to because she's making like money from me and everybody else that she's been working with. And um I want, you know, she knows how to budget, she knows how to save, but I'm like I wanna sit down with her to be like, let's let's invest together. So I'm like something that's simple enough that I think if a fourteen year old can start, then uh-huh. anyone can. So I'd love to know. I'm
1: gonna let I'm gonna let Ian answer this, but I think that um first we have to get out of the uh the thing of like what books to read
3: Mm -hmm.
1: because as a teacher you understand that there's seven different i think seven different learning styles Mm -hmm. everybody learns differently everybody does not learn by reading like me like i don't really read that many books if i read a book it's going to be i'm listening to the book on audio i can remember something a lot better than reading something like my brain does not work in that manner okay and i feel like i feel like you know even now in this generation, people are learning differently, so we can never discount the value of how someone learns. Okay. So one of the best ways to learn is podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, you a leisure market? Uh, do you know
0: any investing podcast? People
1: should. I do want to. That is a fact. Podcasts, YouTube. Mm-hmm uh even instagram you learn you can learn if you follow the right the right pages and the right people mm-hmm. so that's the first thing cuz i feel like this still i remember i was telling my cousin um before he was like hey, what books you reading he he was in jail at the time so you know in mm-hmm. jail like, they reading scrolls like they reading everything like i'm mm-hmm. like you know so I'm, like, nah, I'm i'm listening he's like you listening to audio like he was like you know like that's not learning i'm like mm-hmm. why wow. yeah. same thing what what if i'm listening to somebody tell me something or if mm-hmm. you're reading it What's different about it? So that's the first thing. Okay. I feel like you know, in the age of information, there's so many different ways to learn. And me personally, I learn better from listening to podcasts, watching okay. videos, and um actually even you know, buying courses than than buying books. I'm not gonna read a book this big. I ain't gonna do it. not, gonna happen. You. If, not gonna happen. if
5: you send them a long text, you're not reading that is <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, no, that's
2: and that's true. good. Thank you for like because you're right, the educated me is like you're right, because there are differentiated learning says that, like, you know, everybody absorbs knowledge differently and you ought to find the way that you best learn, you know? So, Mm -hmm. no, that makes total sense.
4: And and then for me, two things. We need to stop saying that investing is hard. Mm -hmm. It's not for us. Because the greatest risk that we'll take is not being able to have our money work for us. And I've been saying this since 2010. Then last year hitting everyone's like, maybe you had a point. Because what if I was talking to a guy today who came to put a desk together for me? He has a friend that is working with businesses to automate 80% of employees out of businesses.
3: Mm. As a
4: business owner, I'm like, what's the automation? The other side of me, I'm looking, I'm like, well, my aunts, my cousins, my relatives, they're going to be out of work. Mm -hmm. So if we're not putting our money into the possession of these companies and you're actually buying a part of a business, which we already know which ones to invest in, I think the greatest risk is not investing in them. My favorite book is Money Master the Game. It is that thick. So (laughs) what if I sat you down with Drake Tupac leor whomever in the music industry and that was their bible would you read it Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times people don't know what the outcome is going to be that's why they don't want to read but if i'm like hey if you invest a thousand dollars a month you should probably end up with a minimum of five hundred thousand. that would entice people a hell of a lot more i think think we were more than capable of of being able to invest in the market i think
1: they still i think they still won't won't read it i think and that but 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 which is sad but true
0: but that's the thing true. is, also, you don't need to read a book to know how to just, just put your money right. in a target date fund, yeah, you know, yeah, that's and that's true. what you're talking about. It's not for us. Often it's like the, the literature, the written tips about investing. It makes it feel like And my cousin Tia, all she had to do was go to her, you know, HR website, opt in. They automatically put her in a target date fund. And you right. know what? If that had happened 10 years ago, she would have been ready. Without mm-hmm. reading a book, yes. you know what I mean? Sure. I was ready for this recession because baby Mandy at 22 or 23 opened a 401k in That's 2011, so, you know, mm-hmm. and I just put in my 15%, however much a month since then. So, yeah, we, we, we always send that message. And I think where Tiff and I kind of, you know, are always kind of towing that line is... For some people, that's good. Like mm-hmm. you're doing it. You're investing. You know, if you got a 401k or an IRA. But then where you guys are more comfortable playing in is just as the individual stock picking and things like that. That um I think for that is the point where
1: I'm like, probably read a book. I, I think um you have to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that our platform has grown. It's not like we're the first people to ever talk about investing or mm-hmm. real estate, but we have created a platform, probably the first platform of any real you know stature that delivers the information in the language that the people can understand mm-hmm. and it's, it's very it's very digestible
3: mm-hmm. so we
1: understand yeah. that people have a lot of stuff going on so you know they might not want to invest in reading and I, hey that's their that's their prerogative mm-hmm. but now they can just tune us in and they can listen and yeah now we start with the basics mm-hmm. before you mm-hmm. actually st- should invest me I'm a financial advisor so my whole background is basics as far as you know 401k's IRAs that mm-hmm all of these things, emergency savings. I was talking about that stuff way before we had an an investment show. Like you should have three months, minimum six months Mm -hmm. recommended 12 months, maximum, as far Mm -hmm. as emergency savings, this stuff is not really sexy and nobody really wants to talk about that. But you know, Tiffany does a great job of explaining that in in great detail. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, the fundamentals like when mm-hmm. i used to play sports you know learn the fundamentals you mm-hmm. can't shoot a half-court hook shot before you can make a layup like you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's like you try to skip the basics and you're gonna hurt yourself you try mm-hmm. to jump into cryptocurrency before you actually mm-hmm. have done anything and yeah. you're going to lose everything because it's not based off of information i always say investing is a game of knowledge mm-hmm. gambling is a game of chance mm. but you co-mingle the two when you don't have knowledge so you can when Gamble by investing. If you just a lot of people's research is what somebody told them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if my research is what Troy told me, no matter how knowledgeable research. No matter how knowledgeable, <laughs>
3: you,
1: I'm still relying off of somebody Troy. just mm-hmm. passing down information, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's like a game of telephone. So we have to we have to start at the basic levels. Mm-hmm. And um it's not complicated, but it's just a matter of just doing some investing in yourself. Investing in yourself and investing in yourself could just be time. Yeah. Like just taking an hour out your day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now there's so much information now. So easy now. Good. Like, I, I, can I add to that? Yeah, yes,
5: I'm gonna please add please. that. Sure. A lot of times we, and I did this too, right? Well, especially in education. You get your summer reading uh, log and <laughs> it's a bunch of books that you don't want to read. And since you didn't read them, that didn't count. And I used to think to myself, like, I don't read enough. I don't read enough. And I started discounting myself because I didn't realize like, wait, I'm reading the daily news every day. Mm-hmm. I'm reading ESPN magazine every day. What I'm reading is different. It's not a, liter- a book on literature. It's actually a book on sports, or I'm learning something from it. So that led me into reading websites, like going to websites every morning. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we started, I had like 15 publications I would read every morning. So I would wake mm-hmm. up at like 5 o'clock and read them. I had CNBC, Business Insider, uh, Fox uh, Business. I mean, like literally every morning, this was what I was reading and finding articles and learning. Every time I read, I learned something new. And that just became a habit, right? So I, I know they say if you do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Try doing that for like two years, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So the amount of information that I'm learning, again, mm-hmm. I told you, like education is my background, but now business is my life. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes that because I'm learning every time I read. I don't want people to discount the things that they read. Yeah, you may not have read Money Masters a Game, but you can go to CNBC.com, you but, can go to EarnYourLeisure.com, Or you can
1: read two pages I, a day. Oh, yeah, an article. But we have to stop looking past our institutions. Like a lot of times we, um, we have the answers in front of us and we we make it more complicated. Like, okay. So the question is like, where to start? Get that question yes. a lot. So like Tiffany has several books. Mm-hmm. That's a starting point. Earn Your Leisure has over 400 videos on YouTube mm-hmm. and three posts on Instagram a day. That's right. a starting point. Market Monday is a starting point. We have EYL University, that's a starting point. Red Panda, yeah. Stock Club, that's a starting point. So before, before I lead people to any other direction, mm-hmm. I'm going to lead them to where we actually started because mm-hmm. this is the language that we speak. Mm-hmm. I personally don't read the Wall Street Journal. Of course, the Wall Street Journal is very valuable. It's a highly respected newspaper, but I i don't read it. So I can't recommend something that I don't do myself. But you are executing on the investment yeah, part. That's I, I'm, I part. listen to Market Mondays because yeah. I'm on Market Mondays. Mm-hmm. So I know I was trusted. I do watch CNBC from time to time, so I can't recommend that. But other than that, I don't really think like we have a, that's that's an issue we always look for like the holy grail of something mm-hmm. but yeah
0: what's yeah. the one thing I can read every day yes. yeah. and, and a it's a lot of pressure I like what you said about you know you put too much pressure I don't I don't read enough you know if you're waiting for the one thing you're going to read that's going to change your life you would be waiting a, a long time it's more mm-hmm. Accumulation. It's, the, it's the sum of everything that you've read you know right. and it takes yeah. time and you're right people don't want to hear that Just visit squarespace.com/brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So, what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security securities. Betterment is not a bank. Let's talk about the network. EYL is not just one podcast. How many shows do you guys have now?
1: Four. 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 shows? Okay. okay. Four, five. We got five.
2: Okay, name them. Name
1: them. Uh, Market Mondays, Inside the Vault, Social Proof Podcast, and then we have- Dream Nation. Dream Nation, and we have- um,
5: uh, Inner Wealth Podcast.
1: Inner Wealth. Those two That's are five. coming. They're, they're coming. Okay. Yeah. One is a mental health podcast. Mm. One is a, a real estate podcast. And then we're doing a limited, limited edition podcast with John Henry, our friend John Henry. That's four. Oh, yeah, That's no, only- John.
0: Well, I don't yeah, know, yeah, firstly, yeah. but I know who you're
1: talking about. Uh-huh. Four episodes. Is that the
0: guy from that show? That sounds very vague. No. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: There was he, a show. He's light skinned with glasses. Yes. He, he's he, like entrepreneurs or, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to say California. like MTV, but anyway. He's like the Vi- young Vi- Gary B. Vi- Vice,
1: Vice, Vice. Vice. Vi- Vi-
0: okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. MTV. Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the youth don't know what that is today.
1: Yeah, like 1710.
0: What's the vision? Cause, and also yes. help me understand. So y'all have been around for only a couple of years now. Two, um, right? Um two years. Two. Right. How did you get this far so quickly? Is this full time for you guys? Because I and listen, I, you know, Tiff and I have done the show for six years. Um, It's not our it's not our sole focus, the Mm -hmm. podcast. We each have our own things. Um, But but for people who are looking at y'all and saying like, oh, they have a podcast, they made it. This is their empire. Um, Talk about where you guys are at. Is this is this your sole venture now? Or if you all quit your day jobs and this is it, y'all putting all the cards on the table. And what's the vision? What's the vision for for EYL?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still a practicing financial advisor, but uh, that takes up less and less of my time these mm-hmm. days. Earn your leisure takes up probably 95 percent of my time. Uh, and Troy.
5: Yeah, earn your leisure is my life. Mm. It's yeah. my life. Yeah, so I, I I don't work for. I always I still educate. I just educate in a different uh, medium now. No so, more coach, Troy. I, I, yeah, I don't. Be- <laughs> I don't belong to a school district. I belong to the world.
1: Well, how we mm-hmm. how we was able to grow so fast is a couple different things. Um, teamwork um you know we have a strong team shout out to mike shout out to bam shout out to jamal shout out to everybody that's a part it's not just us people see mm-hmm. us but there's more to it than that um and then we learn we learn a lot you have to learn very quickly in this world that we're in right now things move so quickly that you have to pick up the information to be able to process it on the go so just being around so many entrepreneurs our friends and things of that nature and um we establish strong relationships so like you know even you know we could have just probably did a stock show ourselves, but it's like that's an, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So it it makes sense for us to partner with Ian, where he obviously does this all the time. Like you know, what I mean, this is what he does. So now it's it's less work as far as for us just making a whole nother show just by ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we can st- we're still a part of it. So that's a strategic alliance. And um, a lot of times, you know, people look at like. They want to do everything themselves. They want to mm-hmm. be the star of everything. They want Can. everything. Can. Like you know what I'm saying, and you're only gonna go so far that by yourself. No matter what, you're only gonna go so far by yourself. Mm-hmm. You go a lot further with a team, and you go a lot further by helping people too. Mm-hmm. That's you know we try to mm-hmm. even with the podcast network. That's us helping people. Mm-hmm. Only person that had a podcast already was Dave Chance. Shout out to him. But you know Ash Cash, he he wanted to come because he's like a, he sees the value. Mm-hmm. You know. Ian, like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have a podcast. Yeah, I was
4: the first one. I was like, hey, uh, before y'all take off, let me send a text. If I remember texting from like, hey, man, uh, before we get busy, <laughs> please, yeah, so, come on. So,
1: you know, I think that's important for entre- entrepreneurs to keep in mind that the more mm-hmm. people, it sounds cliche, but it's true, the more people that you help, um, the further that you will go. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a win-win situation. To-
0: was- the message that really hit me when y'all were celebrating what was uh <clears throat> did y'all get number one of business wait number one of all podcasts y'all hit
1: B- business, business 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 podcast right. yeah. Knocked yeah that so,
2: um that other guy dr i don't even really know we don't even know him around here i don't but know so that knocked him right out of the spot Voldemort.
0: But
4: like, yes. I was like, <laughs> that's funny.
0: Yes, we, were we Yeah, he's
2: not that. our favorite over here. he's so just, yeah.
0: So, but that was. But, awesome but, you, but what you said, <laughs> real quick, what you said during your IG live that night, which I was tuning into, is exactly that. It was you had your friends on and you were talking about how we didn't do this alone. And it struck me because i i was talking to a fellow podcaster and she and i was telling her because tiff and i have signed with a new network um mm-hmm. shout out to westwood one in february and that was a big step for us mm-hmm. and i remember telling her that we were signing with a network and the the vibe was very much oh you sold out like, i want to <laughs> keep doing this i just really want to own everything and i was like yeah i We've done that, and um, I would also like some help now. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> I didn't take maternity leave when I, hardly at all when I, you know, when we uh, did the show. And Tiff and I have just been grinding. But yeah, I, I would love to, to talk a little bit more about that. So, what do you think you have gained, like you know, specifically from those partnerships? Is it? Is it the amplification of exposure? Is it is it just bigger dollars because now you have more minutes of podcasting that you can sell ads on? Like, how does the how does that translate into what people really want to know? Like money <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah.
1: revenue and all that. I mean, for us, more so than our, our business model is a little different than most podcasters because most podcasters they make the majority of their money off of ads mm-hmm. and things of that nature, where you know ads are more like supplement income for us. Um, we have different like programs, products and, and different things of that nature, how we, you know, we we attain revenue. So for us, you know, um brand exposure, mm-hmm. you know, and, and adding value. Once again, it might sound corny, but it's true. I, I feel like the more value that we can add, the more valuable we become. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything is not about you know just making money up front. And then there's always there's always money on the back end mm-hmm. that, you know, with a big big payday comes. But for us to be completely honest with you about it, we're not making a bunch of money off of our podcast network. Our podcast network was to grow our brand, mm-hmm. to add more value, to grow exposure, and to really build those relationships with people because we feel like, all right now, if we do have a strong four or five shows now, that's that's something that's valuable down the line. And you know how that comes to fruition is still to be determined, but mm-hmm. it's like, if you never try something, you never know.
5: You yeah. know what I'm saying? You never know. I think that's one of the biggest things with us. is like, there is no fear of any type of failure. Failure mm-hmm. never comes into our mind. We're just like, all right, we, we want to do something that can help creatives expand their brand. Let's do it. We want to see everybody win. And it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's weird when we come into spaces and people are like, wait, y'all don't really want anything else? I'm like, nah, we just want to see you win. Mm-hmm. When you win, we win. You know what I mean? Like, And when we talk about community, that's what we're building, a community. I, I know somebody told us like, a school only as good as, it, as the students that graduate from it, right? Yeah. And so when we look at it, if Ash Cash does well, then the next person who wants to start a podcast is like, that's the place to go, right? And if Dave Shan does well, that you know what I mean? Market Mondays is doing well, it, we become the place to go. And everything that we do is to support each other, right? So like the, the goal is to like build a brand, Help everybody else who's trying to build theirs mm-hmm. expedite that because we've been through it for two years. We hit number one, so we know what it takes.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: We're gonna, you're gonna not you're not gonna make the mistakes because we're gonna give you the game, right? Mm-hmm. We become mentors in that sense. So yeah, I mean we we saw um a brand build nine podcasts and then a big payday game, right? So when Shai's like, yo, we're not talking about upfront money, we're talking about the long game.
2: Yes, please, let's talk yeah. that yeah. time. long game. Because as someone who yeah. When I started Budgetista, everybody was like, I don't get it. So these things are free? Yes. So you do all these lives for free? Yes. So you do all this th- like <laughs> Nobody could like wrap their mind around why. Well, because my intention, just like any teacher's intention, was to teach, to transform, mm-hmm. to make my community better. And I honestly, I didn't know I was going to make money. I was like, you know, I mean, I did speaking engagements here and there to supplement, but I wasn't really sure about how I was going to um, monetize. But I knew that if you build something great... You can and now I will and I told you guys I think this before because when I first came on Earn Your Leisure we had like we I felt like the real talk was after we hung up
5: yeah you know and I told you
2: like please like you will get to a space and a place because of the way you're building that the money is the easy part yeah easy you know like it took me probably five or six years you know but now I can do something and I've done this and make seven figures in a weekend. So I don't worry about like, you know, but that's when you build the way you're building. You're building this solid foundation. You're building off of network. You're building off of making sure that everyone is good, that the money will, will be like the You'll be able to flip a switch. I was telling my sister, Tracy, my um, publicist, Ian's- Ian, Hey, I'm, queen.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ian Stalker. Google. Why don't you want
4: me? <laughs> I feel like Will Smith and Fresh Prince.
2: Oh, she want me, man. Right? No, so I ahead. was telling her. Because she's building her business, and I was telling her, she's like, oh, it's so much. I was like, yo, sis, honestly, you will get to a point where you realize you are the bank. At any moment, I could tap into myself and make money pr- produce. You know, like, so not to worry so much about that part if you're willing to do the work. But I guess my question is, and this is a question that I get, and I still struggle with the answer, is what's the desired outcome? Like, what do you like? I would love to hear from you, Ian, Troy, Rashad, like, how, how do you, where do you see this going? Today I had a, a, a meeting with my business coach, shout out to Zion. Um, I've got several coaches, but he's like my executive business coach. And he said, just so you know, you're sitting on a billion dollar business.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Zion's not one to just be blowing smoke up your behind. That was just like, yeah, he's like, no, I have speak spoken to the SEO guy behind Voldemort. And um he helped him grow to $450 million a year. And he was looking at your stuff and was like, "Oh, easy. We could we could get her there." And I was like, "What? So but I, it depends on what is it that I'm wanting. So my question for you is like what is it, you know, like what's the big mission five years, ten years from now? What would you love to see?
1: Yeah, I mean, for us, um, it's a few different things that we're working on. You know, we have an education platform. Mm-hmm. I mean the world is run by education and media. If you really think about it, you know, we're controlled by media, what we see. And we're forced to learn. Education is something that's not even optional. Like if you don't go to school as a kid, you can get arrested, truancy cops. They have Mm -hmm. cops, like just to make sure kids go to school. Before COVID now, COVID, everything changed. But, so I say that to say, that's like really, really the most important parts of life. So we have an educational platform called EYO University and with EYO University, we really just like kind of made that. It's not like specific. It's not a real estate school. It's not a stock school. It's everything, mm-hmm. everything, uh, every single week is different classes. It's a book club, it's a movie club. It's a, a real estate course inside of it. Um, we have investment conversations, all kinds of stuff. So we really wanted to give like every single thing that you can really, you know, need as far as personal finance investing and, grow that so now that community has what over like 9,000 people something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. so we want to make that like a phoenix university like bigger than Mm -hmm. phoenix university and make that you know rival any any university out there and make it you know a huge, huge, huge platform, over 100,000 students with graduations and all kinds of stuff like that, you know? So that's something that we we are really excited about. We want to continue to grow that. And of course, the media side, you know, for Earn Your Leisure, I don't look at Earn Your Leisure as a podcast, you know, we have a podcast network, but even bigger than that, we're a media company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to keep growing as a media company, um, produce other shows and, you know, have strategic alliances and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. now, we have a corporate arm um, for our media division. We have, you know, our educational division, and then of course there's a bunch of other ancillary stuff. We just got, you know, a truck. I so, saw that. That was dope. It, you yeah. got a truck? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: with your, yeah.
2: wrapped on, like a um, what's the name truck? A, um, 18
1: oh, with the I, logo I, on. The, yes. Yeah, like a freight truck. Yeah, so you know, stuff like that, you know, just comes up randomly. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, other side businesses, opportunities, things of that nature. But, yeah, those are the, those are like the – also on the immediate vision board for us. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a goal to be like the top podcast or something. I mean, that's cool, but – They do. They <laughs> hit the goal. It,
2: well, you I already did say. it anyway, so
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> like know. it's done.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's like when like. Jordan won the third ring.
4: He like, oh, yeah, it means as much as the first. Like, <laughs> it's like, wah,
2: you know, wah, you know. Like yeah. I used to say, like, I want to go into Target. You get to go to Target one day and you see like, I don't know a mug and it says like budget needs to approved. Like I want to reach that level of like yeah. when you put your name on something, it moves mountains, you know, because mm-hmm. people have come to trust you that much. So I just was wondering for you, like what does that look like? What's that kind of like pie in the sky?
1: And before I'm gonna let Ian because I'm sure he has a crazy vision for his, what he has going on. But also <laughs> I want I want entrepreneurs to be valued the same way as sports and entertainment figures. That's something mm-hmm. that I'm real passionate about. Something that I think is um very, very obtainable. And that's something that, not just for celebrity status, but I think it's important, because especially in our culture, i never forget, we was talking to somebody that um, was extremely high up in the music business, and he was saying that, you know, he used to work at a major, major record label, and he was saying that he doesn't let his kids listen to rap. He's black. He doesn't let his kids listen to rap. And he used to work at a record label, so mm. I'm like, why don't you let your kids listen to rap? He was like, because, like, you know, um, white kids, the kids listen to rap, they know it's entertainment. Like, they listen to little fill-in-the-blank, but they- <laughs> And it's a a little fat. doctor pants it's a fat. <laughs> and they go they go to Duke for you know medical school and then when they graduate and it's like you know that's just a fad that's just a moment in their life mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. kids is listening to that and they think it's a career option yes. a viable career option and it's hurting a lot of people it's hurt a lot really? of people so mm-hmm. it's helped a lot of people too but it's also hurt a lot of people because there's only so many people that can become professional athletes or professional rappers but Anybody can become an investor, stock trader, or real estate agent or whatever. Like, you know, so I feel like it's important for us to champion that. And it's also unproportional. Like Rolling Stone is big, but Forbes is also big. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, Donald Trump was a celebrity. No matter how you feel about him, he was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Our Cuban is celebrity. Like, where's our celebrity entrepreneurs that has nothing to do with sports entertainment? It's not really there.
0: I think we're looking at them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm
1: so that's, 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 that's. <laughs> That's on the vision board too to yeah. kind of push that wave to the point where now we have more than just sports and entertainment.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna take thirty seconds because I know you're gonna All go. Right. So one of the other things um, is that we come across a lot of businesses. And uh, we just had this conversation last week about, you know what, becoming a holding company for a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look at Shark Tank, it's, it's very similar to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. People are coming in, they're telling us our businesses, and we'd be foolish not to take advantage of saying, you know what, let's invest in this and eventually, potentially, you know, taking our, our, our company public. Um, that's something that it crossed my mind over the past month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when have we ever seen that? Mm-hmm. How many people that we know that look like us have done that and you can actually talk to them? And so that's something that is heavy on my mind right now. And I know it's on Shies as well. And it's something that we're looking definitely to doing in the future.
1: Yeah. EYL private equity.
5: Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: I love that portfolio. I love that. Go ahead, Ian. Yes. What about you? What's your, what's your big, big goal?
5: Over
4: the next five years to help 2 billion people, um, mm. whether to you To how many up, billion? Think about it like this. When you wake up or go to bed, you're either thinking about how to make money or how to retain it. Mm. Number one reason people get divorced, fellas, I'm sorry. If you're cute, great. But my grandmother used to tell me, there's no romance when I'm finance, baby. you keep, cute, but you got to get some money. It's true. And then also That's how fine. to keep. That's a big thing. So even with what they're building at the network, I know if I can get them to trust on the investment end, then how to be disciplined. They'll listen to a relationship, mental health, because the money is just one part. Yeah. The thing we were talking about, like, even on Saturday, I'm like, I just want peace. So, for like me, I have like my golden rules. I'm like, don't interrupt me when I'm with Xander. My family and friends' time is off. Like, I don't care what the deal is. Mm-hmm. If I'm with Xander, that's my time. Cause I know there's gonna be a time where he doesn't want to be around me. He's gonna, even now, he's six and he's like, on Easter, he's like, Dad, you can't kiss me. It's inappropriate. I'm like, I'm your dad. What, what do you <laughs> mean? So, I'm like, <laughs> at nine, I'm like, yeah, I can't even go with you to the park <laughs> at that point. <laughs> So yeah. I'm like, I want to have all those moments, but let's be honest, like corporate was designed to take us away from our family yeah. and control our time so we wouldn't have time to think about how to build our own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti-corporate. I'm not anti-school. But even the way people are taught to communicate, it is a non-wealth-based strategy. Mm-hmm. So I would just want to help as many people as possible. Because let's be honest, like COVID exposed the way that we work wrong, mm-hmm. the way that we Picked our relationships wrong because a lot mm-hmm. of people decided, hey, John who I'm with, not John Henry, kudos to my guy, <laughs> but John that I'm with, I don't like him as much because now that I'm spending five hours a day mm-hmm. with him, don't like him as much. And then we need more time with our kids, more time with, yeah. with our friends and family. So that same thing that Rashad was saying and me being around my dad and having that kind of freedom, you know, I know Dame Dash gets beat up for how he delivers, but my dad was, was like that. And so was my granddad because he was in the military. My dad was like, your number one goal has to be freedom. Mm-hmm. Everything else is an illusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: If you have a bunch of time and no money, what difference does it make? With so yeah, that's my goal: is to be mm-hmm. able to help structure that and help people to get better returns in the market. So
0: it's interesting that leisure is in the title of the show. I don't feel like y'all know how to take it Like it sounds like y'all work real hard. <laughs> yes. What is leisure? There's how some do workaholics.
1: No, def- <laughs> hasn't has been earned yet. No, been oh, earned yet. We no, unpack I
0: mean, that, but how do you guys define it. leisure?
1: I feel like I feel like you know I'm a very appreciative person as far as like little things in life, like. Just Being able to wake up whenever you want, you know, that's a blessing. And it's like, you know, we, you know, we eat, I was with my son yesterday, and he's eating scallops and, and lobster. And, you know, we really blessed to be able to eat scallops and, and lobsters and yeah. clams and <laughs> things of that nature. Now we really are like little things like that for me. That's that's leisure because I know people that are starving, and some people, mm-hmm. you know have to wake up at 4:30 in the morning and they work until you know 1 a.m so for me to be able to wake up whenever i want go to sleep whenever i want travel whenever i want you know what i mean like that thing little things like that they don't get lost on me and um sometimes it's just like we have to be appreciative of the things that we have mm-hmm. because you know we work so much and we compare our lives to somebody else mm-hmm. and it's like all right yeah. of course it would be great to you know buy an island and do all of these things but you know coming from, like I said, working class environments where you see people that, you know, work their whole life, but they have $50,000 and trying to work it out, trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to, to have a level of financial freedom and to be able to provide for your family, we earned that, you know, yeah. that's earns, that's earn your leisure. That's, that's, heart that's it
5: right there. I mean, he, he, what he said is 1000% true for 16 years. That was me waking up, going to school, doing the same thing being stubborn about, you know, my financial freedom. And I I tell it now, because obviously I have a bunch of colleagues who are still practicing in in education, still teaching, Mm -hmm. especially in COVID, which is extremely difficult. Mm. I told them I wouldn't trade this for anything. The the amount of leisure that I have now, the ability to wake up and take my kids to school is something that I never was able to do you know, being able to to make parent teacher conferences now is something I never was able to do. Mm. Picking them up from school, you know what I mean? Being mm. super involved, it's just like these little things that you miss out on that I wouldn't have been able to do it had I not earned it this time. So the money is great, the um the mm. ability to have some of the, these these luxuries, I call them luxuries because not every parent is able to do that. Um, it's incredible. And, and my wife as well, like, you know, to see her be really frustrated at work and then to one day say, look, you don't have to go back tomorrow.
4: Mm-hmm. That's it's the right. ultimate flex. That's the ultimate. To say, baby, don't yeah. go. And, 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 can we be honest? Look at our grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like my granddad was in the military. When my grandmother moved from Midway, Alabama to East Chicago, Indiana, she had to sell pop bottles and coat hangers to make money. Mm. What we're doing is not hard. Mm. Yes. We're not making steel. Like our family that worked in the steel mill still there today. The stuff that they go to working a sixteen hour shift, but I took that blue collar Midwest work ethic and mm-hmm. just applied it to white collar stuff. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to hop mm-hmm. on live and talk? We like <laughs> this is like barbershop and beauty salon, salon talk. Like <laughs> and we're getting paid and getting the chance to influence. Like so. But even like yeah. watching them and learning, like even Rashad, he taught me like, bro, you got to relax and travel. Like COVID, I wasn't. I'm like, I'm not getting the virus. <laughs> I was <laughs> Doctor Fauci. I got the mask on in the house. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Rashad, like, bro, you, you got to travel. <laughs> like, I know. I want to go gonna outside be in the house so forever. So it's a balance of everything, but to have the time to be able to spend. And I've been an entrepreneur since I was in college. Mm-hmm. So before it was popular, and then even when you were like, because in 04, 05, it was like, you're an entrepreneur can't get a job. You mm-hmm, went to college mm-hmm. for nothing that was a perception but the world kind of caught up oh seven then once again what we're doing is not hard it does take a lot of effort but what i will say about what i think about their growth outside looking in because i was a fan of them first Mm. the work ethic is insane like i'll send a message wouldn't get a reply then i met them and i was like oh i see why and i'm a workhorse there's never a time that i talk to them they i'm like hey what y'all doing i'm in miami i'm like i know y'all getting up with calendar or (laughs) <laughs> Some I said <laughs> on the show secret. I'm like we the best Come, I know them Rashad's like me too Rashad luck because we that authoritarian thing so whenever someone tells us we can't do something it's like when Rashad Watch does me. this Bet. You're in trouble. <laughs> it's like that. That next chess move is coming, right? Yeah.
0: Y'all are proof positive of that expression. You know, you're the average of like the five people you mm-hmm. spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling my cousin that. And I'm like, you need yeah. to really be picky. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. quality over quantity of to. who you spend the most time your time with. So because
2: they normalize well, f- excellence, or they normalize mediocrity, mm-hmm. or they normalize failure. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like, no, I don't know.
0: Like, <laughs> no. I thought I was doing something
2: <laughs> okay. until I spoke to. <laughs> Um, I don't well, I don't know if she would put her financial business out there, so I won't say her name. And she was like, Yeah, on track to make 50 million this year. I was like, What?
4: Mm-hmm. Those conversations <laughs> are different when yeah.
2: I was like, say what? Now, yeah. Meanwhile, I was like, no, sis, you know, we crossed over 10. she was like, oh that's nice. I was like, that's cute. <laughs> and I was like, um, can we talk every week? Uh what you doing on Thursdays?
4: <laughs> the first time I heard that you needed 60 months of revenue to be safe, and you needed a minimum 28 streams of, re- of revenue, I was like, What? He was like, get there. and But he opened his phone, mm-hmm. hopped and chased, and showed me his business and personal. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people are living like this? Yes.
2: Yes. And it they expands. Are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of them look like you. And yeah. so and what I love yes. is that that's why Earn Your Leisure shows me that they look like me. And they sound like, like my husband because he was born and raised in projects like, you know, Brick City for life. But I love the fact that he can look and be like, oh, because he's like, what are you listening to? Because, you know, the rest of the stuff, he's like, womp, 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 womp. But he's like, oh, OK, I yeah. could do that. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, five more years. We need that insurance. So stay with right <laughs> <in> <budget." laughs> But I love that because it never would have appealed to someone like him, you know. But he's just like, yo, they sound like me. They look like me. Like, this is possible. This is doable. And to see him translate that for his boys, because, like, I'll talk to my friends, but his boys don't listen to me. You know, so to see him like, nah, yo, because you guys said something before. He was like, I heard him tell his best friend, nah, Wally, yo, you got to let your assets pay for your assets. I was like, oh, snap, where you get that from? Uh, He was like, I don't know, that show you be having me listen to. I just thought that was so dope because, you know, New Jersey Drive, like, you know where Newark used to be? That was him. 14 years old, like, just (laughs) like. Stealing cars, wild. Like, I'm he like- was, he, he was
5: Nugget back in the day. What?
2: Like just literally used to go to school. And then on Fridays, he said, we didn't steal cars um during the week because we had to go to school. But on the weekend, it was on. We were like local celebrities. Like the old people would bring their chairs wow. downstairs and just watch us like through Newark zip, zip and jar. We would cut gates to know like, okay, if we do get caught, we can slip through this gate. So to hear him tell his wild stories, to see him, this 40-year-old man who is like- you know, working our investment property, talking to our investor, like our, our certified planner about like our, like our, our stocks and things. And yeah, you just, I just thank you guys for what you're doing because I don't know that these men out here that need to hear it, but it's not going to be for me that they're going to like, it's going to land or certainly not from everybody else that's out there. They have this opportunity to hear it from y'all and being like, if they can do it, so can I. So we just thank you for that. Appreciate,
5: Appreciate it. Thank, you. thank yeah. you. And they should look for you. We definitely listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm
0: kind of sitting here like, yeah, yeah, but also they need to listen. They Let's normalize listening to Tiffany.
5: Yes, Everybody. They, they, they some
0: toxic masculinity I'm sensing here, but, you know, we'll get we'll, we'll get there. But thank you all so much yes. for sharing your positive energy and um, your passion with us because it means a lot. And congratulations on all the success. We wish, I mean, I wish nothing but Are, we are we gonna Can we do on a Greenberg meetup if I come out there? I want to see y'all What's on that? TV. I
4: want to see y'all on like, TV. White, 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 yeah. see on the
1: big screen. No, <laughs> no for real. real. Tip, I'm just going to
0: come in the back. I'm just going to be in the window of your house next time you're on today's Show. <laughs> <laughs> just any time of the day, just pop well, on Tiffany's I'll just window. should be on some TV network.
2: I can't promise, <laughs> but I am going to be on Today Show on Wednesday when this comes out. And if, you know, I can keep it concise, which you know, that's not my thing. But one thing they <laughs> asked me was, um, what are my favorite um podcasts? And let's just say... You know, two of them are right here. Um, I was like, and I literally just texted producer, like, no, this is the this is the picture, this is the picture to you. So we'll see if you know, because you know how it is with TV shows. Cause I also, I, I believe in together. that too. <laughs> I believe in that too. That you know, like as you go, you bring along, and so you know, Absolutely. I just think that that's critically important. But yeah, this is this has been awesome. I think our audience is going to be like, yeah. So where can people find you? What's your social media handles? What what products and services do you have out? How they can how can they continue to connect?
1: yeah for sure thank you again for having us um both of you guys thank you for your advocacy and the work that you do um earn your leisure you can find us on all social media platforms youtube earn your yeah earn your leisure podcast also market mondays which is a live show on youtube at eight o'clock eastern standard time every monday also it's on you know the playback is on youtube and also the playback is also on podcast networks and eyl university that's our educational platform which has over a hundred uh, webinars, a real estate uh, investment course, uh, monthly financial planning calls, a bunch of stuff. So all that information is on EYLUniversity.com. But mm-hmm. the mothership is EarnYourLeisure.com. And once again, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Okay.
0: Thank you so much. This was a dream.
1: What
4: Love about it.
0: Ian? Where can they find you?
4: Instagram. Uh, my tag is the master investor. You can find me, my name, Ian Dunlap, on any other social. And then com is my site if you want to join the stock club. That's my primary product. Where I tell you where to get in, where to get out, what companies are good, what companies are bad. So uh, Tia, if you need some help,
0: I, I'm here to <laughs> my assist. cousins are like stop. Putting, get your get our names out of your mouth on that. <laughs> and phone. this is because
2: my girlfriend texted me. She's like, oh, Tiffany, um, is anybody single, ready to mingle? Because you know we have all the ladies on here. They're like, I know, I know, Troy, you are taken. I'm taken. Hey, babe,
4: don't kill me. Don't take me. Say, okay, taking.
2: They all. I mean, quite, like, low key, we know they all asking about Rashad. You um, just talking saying, about hypergamy. <laughs> <laughs> Any hypergamous listening? Yes. Again, <laughs> yes. are you single, ready to mingle or is it somebody to um, be mad if I'm um, it out?
1: No, no, I'm single. I'm single.
2: Okay. Single. Well, don't hey, those are his DMs. Don't ask me no other questions. He yeah, Ask it all. He
1: gets DMs from DM. anybody
2: DM. his. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't Rasa. believe
5: you asked that. That's so. Funny. Raja, 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 no, I got like, you play,
2: I got literally like ten DMs. was like, you haven't earned your leisure on?
0: No, I not no it. money
2: questions, not no nothing. <laughs> um, I know, uh, Troy Ian's saying, What about Rashad? I'm like, oh my God, sis, this is a question. You can get your whole financial life. She's
0: well, like, listen,
4: <laughs> one time on Market of though? I thought Troy, Troy said uh, hello to my wives,
5: and he said, well, I was like, bro, <laughs> yeah, fix this because when you get <laughs> offset. Yeah, you know, when I went upstairs, my wife was like, your wives? Really? I'm like, I was it's like, this ain't ain't like no. there won't be another show ever. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> least, yeah. right. Now, man, when you see us in Greenberg, you know, you can act like you know us, okay?
0: When yeah. I see that truck, I'm jumping in. <laughs> <laughs> just look. It'll be the hair first just see in the glasses. I'll be fine. No, but no, we definitely should chat because whenever COVID is over, it would be great to, to meet up and talk about G-Berg. I want to see that project. That. What, who, Troy, you had a project. You said something yeah, about yeah, yeah. I, I, Greenberg I, I mean,
5: history. Yeah, it's, it's a very enlightening uh, information that you, you will learn about a town um, and how it was built and how it was designed and redlining mm-hmm. and all that. I, had, oh, I yeah. actually had 14 and 15-year-olds do it. And mm-hmm. uh, what they found was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, it. I would love to talk to you about it.
0: Yeah, and I I'm a I, my day job I'm chief consumer advocate for Ally Financial, so mm. I'll definitely keep y'all in mind if I because we're we're I just started a couple months ago, okay. um, but Tiff knows I'm looking for all the ways that I can spend their money, <laughs> <for> <laughs> black and proud influencers. <laughs> so um yeah, I can't wait to to meet you guys hopefully one day in person. But thank you so much, and Ian, thanks for joining. That was a bonus. Yes, it was. a bonus.
4: I'm, I'm honored to. I'm happy to be here, and thanks to the guys for inviting me, Rashad. I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, they hit me too. Like, what's up? What you got? Like, hey, I
2: mean,
0: don't mingle on now. your own. When I post a photo on. of my brother if he's in the background. Oh. BA listeners are all over no, me. No,
2: her brother looks exactly like Drake. <laughs> exactly like Drake. Drake. I
0: know, but like, it's, so, <laughs> it's so annoying. But Drake. these girls are thirsty, so he <laughs> might. <laughs> yeah. And it's a and pandemonium. Right,
4: yeah. a pandemonium. <laughs> a pandemonium.
5: We appreciate you all.
2: Time to boost a break or boost a break. I'm really on a high from that interview. It was just honestly, it was just awesome on, awesome on, awesome. We need definitely more male energy around here for our um. Well, not often because you know we like it. We like it here with the girls. You know, you know, on occasion. It's good.
0: It's good energy. Positive male. Positive
2: male energy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm going to break today. So, what are you going to do?
0: I'm going to boost.
2: Okay. Well, then you know what? I'll go first because we like to end on a on a high note.
0: Okay. That mm-hmm. seems fair. Go ahead. Bring us down and I'll bring us.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you hear about the drama with Rachel Hollis? No. So Rachel House is that woman that wrote like "girl, wash your
0: face," or "girl, stop oh, yeah. apologizing." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. So lately,
2: you know, the um, non-brown um, 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 social media streets have been coming for her, and some brown as well, because she, I guess she must have, um, she must have been doing a live or whatever, and someone in the comments said to her because she had a, a cleaning lady was like behind her, and someone said, "Oh wow, you have a cleaning lady." And she said, "Yes, you know, you know, I, that's my cleaning lady." Um, and then the woman said, um, "Something. Wow, you don't. You realize you're really privileged as a result, right?" And, and Rachel said, "Yes, I am." And then she was like, "Well, um, you're really unrelatable as a result." And that exchange in itself, like, I don't believe so. I mean, you know, I have a, a cleaning lady, Juliana. She's really awesome. But the way Rachel described her cleaning lady, I don't think I'm surprised she didn't understand that people were like. No one's upset about you having a cleaning lady. People have cleaning ladies, but she kept referring to her cleaning lady as the woman who washes my toilets. Like, you know, it was almost like, is she purposely trying to be demeaning and dismissive? She was like, yeah, that's the lady. She she cleans my toilets. She cleans my toilets. She kept saying that. People were like, Ooh, and then know. she was like, she did a video to address the woman who, I don't know if she's a woman of color or whatever. And she's like, sis, which I'm like, Ooh, girl. She said sis. Which, in, in a positive way, okay. If not, she said, what would make you think that I'm trying to live my life to be any way relatable? Oh! This is her video. If you get a chance after we jump off, Mandra. How the, do
0: still- you have news nuggets? You've been in book launch mode. I'm like, have <laughs> I not been watching the news? Like... <laughs> Tiffany is giving me news alerts. Yeah. Yo, okay. You know,
2: because I saw someone had posted like on Facebook, like I never liked her. And I was like, who? And I, I knew about Rachel Hall. So I looked and I went to look and I saw Lovey, Rachel Carlisle, all my all my brown face, um, Nicole Walters, like in addressing it. I was like, wait, what? So hmm. she, I couldn't believe with her own mouth. This is Rachel's explanation. She's explaining. So what if I have a woman who washes my toilets? We're like, oh, once again. And she's like, what would make you think I would want to be relatable to you? I was like, oh. What's a two? And then I'm it just was really bad. And then she was like, then she listed all these women that she claimed are not relatable in her in the in the, the comments of her thing, as if to say somehow she's at that level. Let me list some of the women. Harriet Tubman, because Rachel Hollis is clearly Harriet <laughs> Tubman.
0: What the actual No She's a white
2: lady? She's a white lady. Right? You know she is. Oh, um, no, shout out to the white ladies. I'm just saying. But yes, no. I mean, she listed Harry. That's the Tubman. context. She listed um, <laughs> Marie Curie. I mean, <laughs> these are <is> women who <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Earhart, Frida Kahlo, like. I mean, literally, she said all unrelatable. Oprah AF. Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Malala Yousafzai, who was yes. shot in the head. I mean, people are like, "Are you? Are you comparing yourself to these women?" Like, it is. It is so. And the fact that she, it's still up there. Still up here. So then what she did was, it was even worse. Instead of saying, you know what? Mistake is mine. She blames her team. She's like, oh, I made a mistake because my team told me that, 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 And I'm like, yeah. So it was really, <sighs>
3: uh,
2: it was really bad. And so my break is for, I mean, I don't, you know, like, you know, cancel culture, you know, honestly, enough. And I don't, you know, like needing, obviously, for her to be canceled. But I do think it is important, just like remember what happened with my mentee. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're gonna have to take your lump, sis. Like, I'm not throwing you out the window. You know, you know. I know that you made a mistake, and you know, you compounded the, my, that mistake by doubling down. But I still message her. We still talk. I still counsel her. But when you mess up, you have to stand in it and say, I messed up. Not oh, my, you know, my, um, you know, my team messed up. Or I don't mm-hmm. see what the big deal is about me having a cleaning lady. Oh, something else that she said too, which I don't even. Sometimes people are so wrapped up in their own um as people would say they're feeling themselves she said yes I have a cleaning lady and I'm lucky to be able to have one but most of I work my ass off I wake up I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm like so does every mm. mother I know like what do you say it was it was, it was this like almost like this condemnation of like if you would have worked as hard as me maybe you'd be here not mentioning yeah. that she's married to a Disney executive who is very wealthy yeah. but this 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 indictment of women that if you don't work hard, that's the life you get. That's just not true. Like, w- you can work really hard and do all the things and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like, remember I said like, um, I was uh, telling uh, telling a, a man that I work with that he had some unconscious bias and he said, no, I don't. I said, it's unconscious. It's <laughs> unconscious.
0: That's the way it works. <laughs> Wait, I love that you said that because I told someone at work that I felt like they steamrolled me in a conversation because <laughs> I was presenting something and they just, Talked over me. My hair is crazy. I don't like being on video. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, eh, my poof is on. Anyway, and um, the response, and we still haven't talked. I uh, hope. Anyway, whatever. I'm just going to say it. I didn't say any names. And um, the response was, "Why wow, you caught me off guard about that?" And your your comeback was amazing. It's mm-hmm. called unconscious. Yes, that means that it's, doesn't it makes sense that you don't know you did yes. it. Yes, that's but why I'm, just, I'm telling I'm, you. I'm,
2: yes, I'm putting a highlight on it. It's unconscious. <laughs> so I, it's clear well, that yeah. she. So I just, you know, a break on that kind of judgment, especially amongst women, Mm. you know, um, that I'm sure that woman has a name. She, you know, is she is a, Mm. um, you know, your housekeeper or I'm sure she has a title, not your toilet bowl cleaner, because like, what does that even mean? You know, and you working hard is not the only reason why you are where you are, because lots of people work hard, lots of people work hard. And they have not been met with the same privileges as a result of like, just like, you know, I know I, I've grown up with privileges. The fact that I have both my parents, the fact that my father taught me financial education at home, privilege. The fact that at 30, I actually had a a, um, a bedroom to go back to. The fact mm-hmm. that I could live on my sister's couch. These are all privileges. And I can acknowledge that and know them. That you know, um, you know these are these are some of the legs up I was able to get, you know, to get to where I am now. So yeah, that was just a break for that kind of like toxic positivity, if that's even a thing. Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: So they're dragging her from six way from Sunday. God, I miss everything when I'm listen to the video, Mandy. You're gonna be like (gasps) stuffing (gasps) Easter (laughs) eggs, Easter eggs, and blowing (laughs) up balloons. um, I started reading a, a new novel. Actually, that's where I've been. I haven't been <laughs> on my phone very much. Um, I've been reading the Parable of the Sower by Octavia Ooh. Butler, which is a um, yeah. I, I I had heard of her, but I hadn't read these books ever. But she's a she's one of the few. She's what what was the, one of the first black female science fiction writers. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's like a it's a female protagonist book, yeah. but it's amazing. To your point about reading fantasy, that's where I wanted to go with my books. But hey, I got good with money too. Get good with money. <laughs> Audio and a book form because okay. I like to be able to switch between the two. <laughs> but um no, that's a oh, I just feel like people once people stop being so defensive mm-hmm. and I, and I was actually talking about the same thing with someone in my family on a smaller scale about how recognizing someone else's pain, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't negate your pain or negate yeah. your story. And yeah. some people react from a place of defense and ne- defensiveness because they get so caught up. They don't want to acknowledge someone else's pain or someone mm-hmm. else's story because they are only thinking about themselves and almost mm-hmm. as if, oh, but if I've acknowledged that, then that takes away something that I've earned. And that's just not true. There's mm-hmm. space for everyone's story and everyone. So it's it's a scarcity mindset. Again, I feel like that's scarcity and it's just manifesting itself in, in someone not wanting to see their own privilege, um, mm-hmm. but anywho, let's let we brought us down. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I I will I will be catching up on that after we get off this call. I have the tab open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to do a quick boost because I saw that Thandi, you know that actress Thandi Newton. Yes, she was in. Um, I know her from Crash, but I think she was also in. What um, uh, Westworld, West Wing? No, West. Something with the West. I do know what you mean. It's with the robots and the Western. I did not watch it, obviously. (laughs) But she's gorgeous. I know her daughter was in the live-action remake of Dumbo. I don't know why I know that, but it's a thing that I know. (laughs) Thandie Newton, she uh recently decided she's going to start spelling her name the way that her parents spelled it when she was born mm. so i actually don't know how to pronounce it so thandi has a w at the end it's thun i don't want to say it wrong but it's zimbabwean i think is I the, the origin of it Oh, I had it open, and then when we were talking to the Ernie, mm, I'm sorry, making you call me by my African name, man. Well, that's why I wanted to bring it up because not because of you specifically, but you're not the you're not the first person I've met who has mm-hmm. gone by a different name. Yeah. Um, of my one of my best friends, uh, immigrated here from Vietnam when she was a baby, and her name is not her 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 birth name. So, and it's an interesting time too. I think you know i can't believe it was only just a couple of weeks ago now but there was a shooting in atlanta mm. where six uh, asian american people were were murdered mm-hmm. and several of them in the news when they were reporting on it they actually weren't putting their full names out there they were mm. or they were they were putting their full names out there but because they weren't recognizable to mm. i don't know a western like an american point of view they were Flipping the names backwards or referring to them as only one part of their name when it's really important to have all of all them together to makes sense. Yep. Treating a middle name as if it was a middle name when really it's part of the full Percent. name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I I, w- I wanted to boost you know Thandi for standing in her um, her truth and going back and saying this is who I am. I'm going to reclaim my own name and mm-hmm. and kind of get your thoughts about it um, from mm-hmm. a you know being Nigerian American and mm-hmm. you've talked about you know, choosing your name of Tiffany and kind of get your take on that.
2: No, I think that's great. I actually did this podcast with um with uh, Lovey the other day with for NPR, where we talked about that, like how our names define where we were in life, you know, that mm. if you call me Adochi and you're not family, that I'm like, you knew me before sixth grade. And I'm like, wait, when do we meet, you know? And if you call me, Tiffany, obviously, you know me now, but if you call me, uh, Tiffany Alice Smith, you know, then it's like, oh, you know me post-marriage, or so how our names really help to define. I think that that's beautiful. I, I tried to reclaim my name in college, but I'm not gonna lie, it was brutal to hear people take Adochi. So with the Nigerian inflection, it's Odochi. So my dad would say, um, oh, Odochi, like so Adochi Alice, right? So even Adochi is okay. But I uh do chi. That's People, Adichi, aduchi. Like, honestly, it hurt my heart. And for me, my name is Precious. It literally means gift from God. And not only is it Precious, it's Precious because it is also indicative of the dialect of my region, where we're from. Because agochi is is um, it's the same as dochi, but if you're from my region, it said adochi I actually met another, I've like hardly, I probably met two Adochis in my whole life. Someone messaged me from because of them we can. Shout out to Unique. She owns that platform, which like showcases Mm -hmm. black excellence. Someone emailed me and her, or she um, messaged me on Facebook. Her name was Adochi. I was like, shut up. She's like, hey, Tiffany, I'd love for you to. I'm like, your name, your name is Adochi. My name's Adochi as well. She's like, what? I've never met another Adochi. Like literally, I've met one other Adochi, but that was like her last name. And so to meet someone, not only because look how special names are, not only because, because her name's Adochi, one, I know she's Nigerian, two, I know she's Igbo, and three, I know the region that she's from, because her our name is dialect-based. And so I just think that like for Thandy, I'm I am i gonna look to see how to say her name properly. It's super important because even like my um my financial planner, her name is Anjali. And when I first met her, Anjali is, is Indian. When I first met her, I was calling her Anjali because that's what that's how it looked spelled. And she allowed mm. it. And it wasn't until I was interviewing her for the um, insurance chapter of the book. And um, I was just asking, like, you know, like, what's your name? Like, can you say it just because we were recording it? And she's like, Anjali. I said, wait, Anjali, how do you say your name? She's like, well, it's like, uh, like underrated Anjali. I'm like, ah, oh, sis, it's been two years. She's like, oh, everybody does it. I said, no, no. From mm-hmm. Adoti to Anjali, we'll be saying your name correctly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it was funny because when I taped that uh, NPR podcast with, with Lovey, the producer's name was what? Anjali. Mm. And she was like, You said my name right. Because if Anjali does not correct me, then she will too be Angeli. And I will go through life not making the effort, not knowing like this is your name. It's yeah. special. And so no, I just say all that to say that I think Fandy doing that is going to allow other people to step forward and say me too, especially people from the region of the world that she's from.
0: Yeah, and I mean she's doing it at a she's obviously very successful as an actor and all of that. But I think, you know, when we decided what to name our son. Rio, mm-hmm. Rio Francisco. Um, I love. I that. know my husband Enrique Rafael. He was like, you know, I don't want. He really did not like the name Rio. He did mm-hmm. not want it, and he's like, I don't want him to be penalized. And to your point, you can tell a lot about about someone by their name sometimes, mm-hmm. which is not a good thing in mm-hmm. some in some circles. And I was just like. I'm gonna name him for the hope I the world I hope will exist <laughs> mm-hmm. when hes uh, when he's adult, which is that wherever he's going, people will be thrilled to see Rio Francisco on a resume or whatever or forget a resume. He won't need one because he'll have his own thing or you know but I understand that I, I mm-hmm. completely understand why you know you chose your name and why others I know have have decided to to, to not hide that part of themselves but to shield um, it. To shield it, yeah, and protect it. Yes. Um, and, and I like the way that you even explained that to protect it, you know, mm-hmm. so that it was yours and, yeah. and no one could could touch it. I, I've known your name. I've known your real name since you told me, you know, years ago. But mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I, I don't know, Adochi, something about it. it Because I've only known because I knew you as Tiffany first. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like, I don't know if I'm allowed to call <laughs> Know. <laughs> if you can say it right and you will, then
2: yes, you are. Because I oh, love It means God's gift. Like literally, yeah. think about what you're saying to me. This is why we're named in this way. Like think about what you're calling me when you say that. You're literally saying, hey, God's gift. Like mm-hmm. how beautiful is that? So when someone says it incorrectly or and, and mistakenly so fine, but like really kind of wantonly is not wanting to fix it. I'm like, you're not going to take my name, which means God's gift, and call me anything else other than God's blessing, God's gift. If you can't Mm -hmm. just say Tiffany, that's fine. Tiffany is fine. You know what I mean? Which is fine. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, it wasn't really my choice at nine. My father made that choice for us. And knowing what I know now, would I do that now? I don't know. You know, um, but, you know, here we are. But, yeah, it's sometimes it's protective measures because, like, you'll hear, Lovey's name is actually not Lovey. That's a nickname, you know, that she took on because her real name, she found it, she too wanted to protect it and knew that, the kids and the teachers whatever they were they were verbally abusing it so she was like no mm. you can just call me lovey so
0: yeah well to anyone out there well you can call, you don't call me amanda though because i don't i don't i feel like i'm in trouble when someone calls me Amanda. <laughs> but uh
2: <laughs> we just call yeah, amanda around see. these parts
0: Mandra, Mandra. I know where you <laughs> know me from. If you call me Mandra,
2: either <laughs> you know, the podcast. I love when someone says, "Can you tell Mandra?" I could tell they're trying to be in. I'm like, oh. I get it
0: all the time. No one calls me Mandy. It's either well, honestly, it's either Mandy with a Y or Mandra. So <laughs> it doesn't just what. It's all good. All right, Tiffany. Well, I wonder. I was like, I'm just imagining the book cover. Adoche Aliche. First of all, it sounds so good together. Adoche. Right? Adoche, Adoche, Adoche Al- Aliche. Adolce Mm-hmm. like the ch-, ch-, ch I like the yeah, ch- 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 and um, so
2: like um, no, and honestly, honestly, I was so excited to have Aliche on the cover because my dad didn't have any sons, and he always, you know, in my oh. mind, I thought to myself, mm-hmm, it was really important to me that like Aliche was like. I remember thinking, I hope I get married. I hope I get married after I write my first book. But I was, this is what I was thinking when I was little. When I realized my dad was not going <laughs> to have any sons, because <laughs> having sons in Nigerian culture is huge because your name is carried on. And I thought yeah. because even if I can't carry his name on. At least the book will have a liche on it and it'll carry on. So it's like, you know, like the consolation prize, I guess, for not having a son. (laughs) Listen, he's (laughs) fine. I know I hope your
0: dad knows he's
2: fine. (laughs) What? My dad teases his friends who have sons like, what are your sons doing for you? Did they pay (laughs) off your house? My daughters bring food to me every single week. (laughs) My dad would text me like, from Uba Eats, I would like. (laughs) So my dad...
0: Please He's, tell me that they are so gassed, like so geeked out about your whole what? book. Like they have not. My mom says she's, to their she. She says
2: it. she is the president of my fan club. That's what my mother told me. <laughs> I'm the president of your fan club. I'm like I don't have one. You have one. I'm the president. i was like oh she's like she she has decided that all the sales are as a result of her you know i've told everybody i mean you have sales i mean not to say it's me but it's me
0: <laughs> my face hurts i feel like i've been smiling for 2 hours just like between you and the i'm like massaging my cheeks it's like uh that's so cute are we are we going to share this video are we going to do a little I don't bonus? know I would fix my hair if we are, because I just keep looking. I'm just falling apart. Everyone sure, we're gonna should... share it. Yes, on our YouTube page, <laughs> which probably exists. I will find out.
2: <laughs> we we should do bonus, like bonus <laughs> bonus, because I feel like some sometimes it's just it's just worth it to have like the little bonus video, so you guys can go yeah. go check it out. You
0: yeah. can see the Zen Den and Tiffany's mm-hmm. beautiful little corner of her. Fabulous office. No, every glimpse into your house, I'm just like, I wish I want their interior. No, no, separate.
2: this is the one place that you'd be like, this is I. This is the only. P- this little box. Everything else is trashed. <laughs> but sorry, man, <laughs> your house is gorgeous. I'm always like, oh, more please. I'm like, real move, so I can see these cabinets.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when all we right. are back open, we're all vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, you and the Earn Your Leisure guys will have to have a little party in Gburg. Yes.
2: Yeah, a (laughs) 40.
0: All right, my dear. All right. Go forth and keep killing it. I can't wait to see you on all the things. (laughs) You as well, man. All the things. Yeah, yeah. I'll be out there. I'll be (laughs) out there. (laughs) All right. Seriously, my face hurts. I have to (laughs) go. All right, y'all.